so much better than last week. Yes. I found the perfect glasses. Someone gave them to us. I think it was like Christmas present when we first bought our second house, I believe. And mm-hmm. your aunt and uncle got them and they have an engraved etched F on them for Fisher. Oh. Yeah, yeah. that's what it stands for. The last name of us. us. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes complete sense. You're drinking. Basil Hayden with, Krista bought me this like smoked kit. So it's like a piece of hickory board and it's got this like little blowtorch thing and you... You know, catch it on fire just a little bit, like heat it up. Fire, fire. Fire. And then uh, turn the glass quick upside down and it captures the smoke, so it gives it like an oaky taste. Pretty good. You just like the way it smells the kitchen up when I do it. Yeah, it just smells like a bonfire. Like backwood, like let me set everything that I have in my house on fire. That's what it smells like. Yeah. That I don't want. Okay. We'll go with that. Right. <laughs> wow. And I clinked a empty glass because I am drinking green tea. Um, my favorite. She's pregnant. No, I'm not. Um, I just didn't want to drink. I, I love it when people are like, you're not drinking? Oh, you must be pregnant. No, I just don't want to drink. You know what I mean? You're also not feeling too great. Yeah. So, a little I, overworked. Yeah. Just a little bit, not too much, which I think we talked about burnout and busyness before, so I should take my own damn advice, right? Practice what you preach, girl. Yeah. (laughs) So, and I'm going to practice what I preach in this, too, because it's all about resilience. Mm. And when shit hits the fan... Just some like things that we can do and really talk about our mindset during these times. I'm pretty sure like everyone had a shit 2020. Um, I had a shit 2021 so far. So, uh, you know, the rest of the year, forget about it. I'm hibernating. So the past two years <laughs> have been hard on you. Very hard. But um, there's just like a couple things that... I wrote down that I want to bring up, especially, you know, how to be resilient when things get tough. And we talked about before, you know, the peaks and valleys of your life. But, like, how are you actually helping yourself in those times? Yeah, how are you going to pull yourself out of the rut once you're in there? Yeah. And the two types of mindsets we wanted to touch on today was a fixed and a growth type mindset. Mm. So those are going to play some big parts as we go through this and we'll kind of, you know, go into defining what they are and then how one... Well, Goog can define it right now. What's the Goog's got to say? The Goog says (laughs) a growth mindset means that you believe your intelligence and talents can be developed over time, Mm. but a fixed mindset means that you believe intelligence is fixed. So you're not good at something... You might believe you're never going to be good at it mm-hmm. type of thing. Like, I don't know. I think of, this is super random, like skateboarding and snowboarding for me. Mm-hmm. I royally suck at them. I don't know what. I can dance my, my ass off, but forget about getting on a board. And that's just something that you've had a couple bad experiences with. Exactly. And I never went back to it. Right. Mm. But it takes practice 
practice, practice. And discipline. I'm pretty sure we talked about that too. Because like, <laughs> let's, you know, I'm pretty sure Ryan Shucker wasn't doing kickflips and crazy stuff as soon as he touched the board. No. But then again, he's a freak. Maybe he did, but. No. The first time that anyone does anything, I'm just going to go into it. Like, people expect that they're going to be amazing at my classes. They're like, see what I can do. And they want to match that, which you will, you 100% will, but I have been a, I was a cheerleader and dancer all of my life, like from age three. Okay. Plus I've been teaching, I had this epiphany today in the car and I looked at Josh and I go, I have been teaching for almost 10 years. That's disgusting, but I love it at the same time. Time like, flies. Time flies when you're teaching fitness and really overworking your body. Yeah. 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 Back good, to that again. Good times. <laughs> good times with that. So, like, you expect to be this, like, rock star. And the iceberg analogy. So, you only see the successes and wins and everything glorified on social media. But what you don't see underneath the water of the iceberg is the hard work the dedication like being consistent with everything and practicing and practicing Mm. josh gets so annoyed in the car because i will listen to a song like six times Mm -hmm. on repeat before we even get to a place but i know why you're doing it because in your mind i'm sure you're going through your whole routine and acting out the steps in your mind which isn't safe while driving but Multitask. Yeah. And that's sort of why, like, when I taught fitness in Pennsylvania, I would drive by myself to the gym and Josh would go to a different gym. And uh, the reason why is because I was literally doing choreography in my head. Like, if you saw me on the road, watch out. She would honestly get out of her car at stoplights and start dancing. I would not, but... I mean, now I would, because I royally just don't care, but I might get shot out here in Arizona if I did that. Oh, she's on something. (laughs) They probably think I was the neighborhood crackhead. So you expect to be this perfect person right out of the get-go, and you don't see what's actually underneath of the resilience of the tough times that they had to get go through to get to where they are right now. Yeah, and with that example, I often think of like a bodybuilding show or something too, like right like you see this these guys up on stage one night out of the whole year when True. they're at their peak looking the best, but you don't see for those 364 other days what they had to do day in and day out to look that way. And all the hard work and all the dedication, all the discipline that went into the, you know, dieting and the training and you know all the other protocols that go along with it and you know, it's just for that glory moment of the two hours up on stage to get the trophy. And, you know, people look at that and they're like, oh, psh, you know, maybe a couple of years of training or something. I could do that. Well, no, it's like a whole nother level of the constant, you know, hard work and the grit. And, you know, not everyone hits their peak at those shows, too. Like they, they miss the point. Yeah. And and that's a failure. But you know what they do next year is they come back bigger and better and they learn from their mistakes and they go, well, last year I tried this leading up to the show, or I did this with my diet and changed it. Well, that obviously didn't work. 
So what can I do next year? So that kind of goes into my first point here. Great segue. We finish each other's sandwiches. Exactly. So (laughs) don't try to solve problems with the same thinking that created them. Oh, that's deep. That's a good one. Because you have to be honest about why you failed or why it failed. Mm-hmm. And really learn and grow from that. Like, I had a failed business. I, you know, it takes time to, uh, like, get through that. But, like, also understand that, like, that failure created something more. It created this podcast. It created Peak Fitness. Like, it created the life that we have in Arizona. Mm-hmm. If I if I did not go through that, I would not be where I'm at. But I had to change, you know, my thinking about the situation. Right. And then along with those experiences, like, I don't know if this is going to be rude or not, but like... No. You know, once you've tasted the shit, as soon as you start to smell a little waft of it, you're like, oh boy, I know how to... I have to change my direction right now. Cause, yes. You know, this didn't work last time or this is starting to become all too familiar and I know how this ends up. Yeah. So like being aware of, you know, once those situations start to feel like deja vu, like coming back, you have to, you know, be self-aware and willing to course correct. Yeah. Because you don't want to repeat the Mm-mm. same lessons. You do not. I'm like looking at my notes. Sorry. It's okay. But I mean, with that, the mistakes that we've made, you've, like you said, like you learn and grow from them. Mm-hmm. You're not going to make the same one next time at all. So you're really just staying prepared Correct. for the future of, okay, I can solve this problem. And you don't become paralyzed by the failure and the change and just rejection or whatever it may be. Yeah, I often look at like a lot of these great entrepreneurs and people, how quickly they're able to adapt. Yeah. Right, because not everything is going to work out. Mm-hmm. Not everything, you know, is is going to go to plan of what we envision. Nope. But being on your toes and how quickly can you pivot and adapt to the situation and pivot, turn... pivot. I always think of friends when they're moving the couch and Ross is like pivot, pivot. <laughs> Honestly, every time someone says pivot in this is total sidetrack, but like in corporate life, and they're in a meeting, we're like we're gonna pivot from that point, and I'm like, mm. oh my gosh. And I just send, like, the Ross meme of them going up the stairs. I, I provide the, the humor. Um, humor in corporate world, apparently. but You got to. You, you need to. But what's that really great saying, honey, that was, like, are you preparing for tomorrow or are you fixing? Mm. How's so that go? Because I just was, botched it to hell. So yes, was, you did. Yeah, yes, go. you did. Um, so if you don't know John Maxwell... He has a bunch of amazing, amazing books out there. And I forget which one this is from, but he said, do you spend today preparing for tomorrow or repairing from yesterday? Mm. Is that the quote you were thinking of? Well said. Yeah. Well said. So do you spend today preparing for tomorrow or repairing from yesterday? And I... I Take that into like my corporate job, right? Like, are you there sitting at your desk just constantly putting out fires or are you trying to implement new processes and procedures 
So that way things run smoothly and you're not constantly having to play catch up. Yeah. You know, and that's like, you can take that into like a business. And if you know, like, hey, I'm going to run into some challenges if I release this new platform or, you know, hey, everybody can't maybe like I use like Krista's fitness classes, for example, like she has pivoted towards doing a lot of on-demand stuff and she's doing pre-recorded classes because maybe the time frame just doesn't work for everybody, which is fine, but they still want to have that subscription. They still want to work out. So she was like, well, I'll pre-record classes and there's going to be a whole library of stuff yep. along with my recorded daily classes that are going to be new. Mm-hmm. So that way there's enough content there. So if people are missing the live classes, there's a whole library of stuff that they can fall back on. Yeah. And also too, if you think about it, I used to teach in person, then I stopped for a year and then COVID happened and I was like, you know what? I'm going to start teaching again because... I said when I left Pennsylvania, I would find a way and find myself again in Arizona and find a way to connect with them again. And don't don't you believe it. Now everything is virtual. And you're doing it your way with no strings held oh on you by anything. I and love it. Yeah. Cuz that was that was one thing. But to go back into like the fixed mindset, growth mindset and stuff like that. I think one thing that people don't talk about when they bring this up is kind of like mastering your emotions before they manage you. Mm. Because there's a lot of people out there with egos and, you know, baggage from their past that they're not willing to work through And they're letting their emotions run them rather than you manage, like mastering your emotions. So I'm going to go personal with this one. Oh, show. Like when you say that, I have in my notes here, like, you know, forget your old story, right? Mm. Because we're all on this growth of bettering ourselves. And I'm not the same Josh that I was when I was 16, when I was 20. You know, I'm constantly evolving, constantly growing. I am deaf. If I met old Krista, I would punch her in the face. Right. (laughs) And, you know, a lot of people allow their old story to define them. Mm -hmm. And they have that, they have that fixed mindset that this is how it's always going to be because this is who I am. This is my DNA. This is how I was raised. You know, these are my values because of X, Y, and Z. And they're not willing to have that self growth deep down inside and be like, okay, like that was the old Josh or, mm-hmm. or Krista. Yeah. Like the new Josh or Krista handles this situation like this, not so quick to get angry or, you know, logically thinks through a situation before emotionally reacting and, you know, or hey, old Josh used to bottle things up and never talk to Krista about stuff. Mm. And then, you know, now it's, it's, hey, do you have a minute? I'm, I'm feeling a certain way and I need to get this off my chest because if I don't, I know what that can do to me and I'll start to resent you or I'll start to pick fights because I have all this bottled up emotion and it's when the problem is not the problem. And I think we talk about that a lot, right? Because you'll bottle up all this stuff and it's going to take one stupid fight of like, where's the pasta? It's in the freaking cabinet, Krista. And then like, you know, (laughs) and then you'll start yelling about something that happened three weeks ago that was never addressed. Yep. And you know, Back to like defining your old, you're defining yourself by your old story is, you know, we hold ourselves in these boxes because of our mind is a very strong thing. And, 
you know, we, we imagine ourselves as one way and we naturally just fall back to, you know, our old way. Yeah. And not the way that we want to be. Mm. And so if you start to imagine yourself as, okay, I want to have better morals. I want to be a certain way, be better at being a husband, being a father, being, you know, a leader at my job or whatever. How would that person who I envision handle the situation, not falling back to your easy old habits mm-hmm. of what you're used to? Yeah. And honestly, like, my thing in my head is, like, I know people that have followed me from high school until now. And, like, sometimes we have that, like, thought in the back of our head of, like, okay, they know us from our old self, but, like, don't let that hold you back because you have to show them that, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying. I say that so often because you need to keep growing. Life isn't going to get easier. We're just going to get stronger, braver, courageous, and we can rewrite our story. Oh, absolutely. It just takes hard work (laughs) and a lot of, like we said before, consistency. Mm -hmm. And, you know, say if you're like us, 32 years old, and now you're trying to get Hey, don't tell my age. Sorry. People... I mean, 23. I still get carded. Are you kidding me? And so, (laughs) you know... You're trying to you're trying to rewire thirty years of your brain of doing something one way. Yeah, that is very very hard to do, and you know changing from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. I have down here like one of the biggest things is you have to have intention. You have to have action mm. with that you know change. Yeah, you know because you can you can wish things all you want, but if you don't actually act upon it, or if you don't try to actually you know, say you're in an argument with your spouse, intentionally try to change how you're verbally going to talk to them or how you're going to approach a situation, you can fool yourself all you want saying, I'm growing, I'm changing, I'm trying to be a better person. It's like, no, you're not. You're still the same asshole. Check yourself before you wreck yourself, homie. Like you can read all the books you want and you can listen to all the podcasts you want, but you have to have intention. You have to have action in trying to implement these things actually into your life. Yeah. And, I mean, I could go on a tangent with that, but I'm going to refrain myself right now because there's a lot of times that, like, you're going to fail and things are going to be really, really shitty. Like, I am in the shit. I am in the thick of it. Into the thick of it? Yeah. Um, I have ADHD brain. Do you even know what that is? The song. Well, Duh, because I sung it. Sung? Sang? Sang. Sung it did. Sung it did. Okay. Now that we're off topic, um, like you said, though, it takes a while for you to retrain your brain. So, like, 30 years of doing something, like you said, it's going to take a while and you're going to fail. Oh, yeah. So, like... You need to stay tough in that, but like pick yourself up as many times as it takes because failure's not like falling down, but it's refusing to get up. Mm, that's good. Like you can fall down a lot of times, but you don't have to stay down there. Like for me right now, I have been uber depressed and anxious and just 
on edge with literally everything. And it comes with a lot of stuff that I'm working through. But I don't have to stay there. Like, I do my, it sounds so cheesy, but like, I do my gratitude journal. And I read the Bible. And, you know, I, I swear like a trucker, which whatever. But... I like read and like pour into what I need, but also say no when I need to as well, knowing that those are the things that are going to help me get up again. Mm-hmm. Like I have fallen down so many damn times this year that I'm not staying down there. Maybe I'll like sit in the shit for a little bit, but like I'll be out of it in like a day and then pray I'm just putting my armor on and staying as tough as possible to kind of guard my heart a little bit so that triggers come my way and I know how to be resilient when things kind of go haywire in my life. And I think that's the difference between the fixed and the growth mindset is like a fixed mindset in your situation would just be like, man, why does everything always happen to me? You know, this just sucks. Dude, that's Nothing's been me. going my way. <laughs> like, you know, what, come on, God, what's one more thing? Come on. You know, what, what am I doing wrong here? Right? I said the other day and like, this is super depressing, but this is this, I was going through the fixed mindset and I was like, when is it my turn to be happy? And then I was like, literally it was like an hour later and I was like, shut up, Krista. Like, look at all the things you have. Like, if you want to find happiness, you first have to be grateful mm-hmm. and find gratitude. Mm-hmm. Like, so make a list of things that are in your <laughs> life that are going right. Because exactly. that will outweigh the bad things all the time. And then you start to have a different picture of what's actually going on. Yeah. And be like, okay, this too shall pass, you know, and this is just a moment in time. Mm-hmm. This isn't how life is always going to be. Yep. And how can I move forward and grow from this and get up and get up but when you do get up you need to start rewarding you know kind of the small wins whatever small like for me it's not snoozing my alarm and josh can attest for this because he hears my alarm go off for like sometimes in the beginning of everything it was like an hour of my alarm going off and I was not getting up and you know that's a small win for me just like a small win for you maybe just I showed up to the gym and I did like 20 minutes on the treadmill just walking mm-hmm. that is something to be grateful for when people are like I only did such and such and I'm like Do you realize that, like, someone's on their, and maybe this is, like, extreme, but someone's on their deathbed, and they can't walk, and they can't get up, or someone was hit by a car, and now they're in a wheelchair for the rest of their life, like... Yeah, I heard it said, I'm probably going to jack this up, too, because me and quotes don't really go well, but it was, (laughs) like, the concept of this idea was, like, even your worst day is somebody's, you know, best day. Because, you hit that on the head. You know, like Krista said, somebody might be on their deathbed in a hospital and they would give anything yep. to have your problems, mm-hmm. right? Or like, you know, we look at like, okay, in America, right? We have such 
first world problems that it's a joke and like what people get angry and upset about oh, like man. we were like instagram and facebook being out like for, people didn't know what to do oh my god get a life people i didn't know it was out because i was in the process yeah. of helping my mom move right. like it was but i'm like huh what happened you know truly like i don't <laughs> there are places in the world that don't have fresh water like they yeah. have no shelter like they have you know, these poverty-stricken third-world countries would, they laugh at what we complain about here in America because even our worst day, we still have electricity, we still have running water, we still have a roof over our head, you know, there's still means of getting food. These places in these third-world countries, they haven't had fresh water in days or they haven't had a full meal, right? And it's amazing what we take for granted in this country and complain about, and we want to walk with our heads down and mope around, and my life sucks, you know, my internet was down, I couldn't play my video games last night, and I lost out on blah, 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 or, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like, complain about something that's real, people, like, I don't yeah. even want to hear that kind of crap, it's it's a joke, or like, know. you know, yeah, and like, out here in Arizona, there's a lot of wealthy people, especially in Scottsdale and stuff, and like, what they complain about, like, oh no, I had to get my pool, you know, pump taken care of because it wasn't working right it's like so you at least have a pool yeah <laughs> like you know just i don't know i just look at what people complain about and laugh sometimes because it's i don't see you have a lebaron freddy yeah right i don't <laughs> see two lebarons freddy oh my gosh so one thing to keep you out of that now we're going to give you some tools and like things to kind of do because i love just giving to other people is you need to keep giving all right like you need to start caring for others because when you care for others that's when your mindset changes with different things mm. like volunteering at a soup kitchen or i don't know just giving like go through your closet you greedy sons of bitches and <laughs> like donate some of your clothes that you're saving you know for that rainy day oh on this topic my wife doesn't even know this right now. So I got a new bike. Krista inherited my old bike. Anyway, her old bike, so trickle effect, her old bike, I actually reached out to a place to donate it instead of just throw it out. And oh. I sent them an email to see if there would be something they'd be interested in because they look for half-decent bikes so that yeah. way they can train, like, kids to work on them. Oh, and then you, awesome. do you donate it, you know, and somebody else can get to enjoy it. I really love that. So if it works out, I'm going to feel pretty dang good that somebody out there is going to get a halfway decent bike that still works. And what that is doing for your mindset is... I'm just giving. Like, okay, I'm in a position where I don't need this and somebody else does. Mm -hmm. And that's how I just look at, you know, life is you get that fulfillment of seeing somebody else enjoying something that you once did and you no longer want. Mm -hmm. Like seeing smiles on people's faces and, you know, it, it, it totally warms your heart and just gives you a whole new sensation. Yeah, and I think of it this way of being selfless mm. is when you discover your own strengths. So you giving to other people, you're realizing your strengths and what you can give to this world. And maybe you're trying to figure out like what the heck is my next steps and my future. And the thing is like, you're going to find your strengths and everything that you're supposed to be doing by, you know, giving and creating that, like, I think of it as like a wavelength. Mm -hmm. 
like me giving to you is I have a growth mindset. I'm giving you some kind of, you know. Flow, some energy. Some energy. Yeah. Tony I mean, Robbins. I think the easiest <laughs> example is when you are parents and you can give your kids the Christmas gifts and you get to see their excitement when they open up those gifts on Christmas Day. Think about that feeling yeah. and what that could do for others. Mm. And so for another thing too is maybe you need to create your own meeting, meaning, not meeting, create your own meaning of what your life should be and your personal why. Recreate it over and over and over again because when things are changing inside of you, things are going to change around you. And when things are changing around you, the only thing that you can control is yourself. Mm. So if you have to recreate yourself over and over and over again, so be it. And like, who gives a shit what people think? Like, recreate yourself so many different times. Uh, I think that goes along hand in hand with growing and, you know, becoming a better person. Mm -hmm. Is you're always going to be constantly rewriting who you are and what you stand for and your purpose. Right? That's always That should be something that's always evolving as you evolve. Yep. So. That's pretty much it. I mean, I, I think we hit it pretty well. <laughs> I mean, Do you? Well... So, not to make this any longer of a podcast, but, like, trust me, guys, I was definitely the person that was a fixed mindset, only mm -hmm. up to a couple of years ago, to be honest with you. And I was perfectly content with the job I had, the house that we had. I was ready to do that long haul of the next 40 years work and then retire and, you know, call it quits. Like, I think I, you guys know us by now, so. Right? <laughs> I mean, I was, I was there. And just being experienced in life now and, you know, having someone driven as Krista is, um, and just pushing for more and more and, you know, allowing myself to find myself. That's a lot of myself in that sentence. But Gosh, you're so needy. God, it's all about <laughs> you, you, you. But, you know, just rewriting my purpose all the time and, and defining who I am, not allowing my old self yeah. to write my story, but the new person, the new Josh as I am today, and then I'll rewrite it again in three months in, in a year. And like, you know what I mean? Just keep evolving and keep becoming that 1% better each and every day. And, you know, once you change your mindset into a growth type that anything that comes my way, I will overcome, I will adapt, and I will continue to grow. Nothing can really hold you back because we all have potential deep inside of us. Yeah. And the changes and things that are being thrown your way, they're just going to bounce off of you. Yeah. You're, it's not going to break you because you've grown to that level of, I know what to do in this situation. Things that once were a mountain are now just a molehill. Yep. Very, very true. All right. So if you like this, obviously like it. Follow us on here. Bookmark this. Do the little notification thingy. And shout out to the people that are in Italy. Yeah. Australia. India. India. And England. And England. Like, that's freaking amazing. That's wild. So, that's pretty cool. I know. I was pumped about that. I, I looked at all the stats, and Josh is like, wait, we're not just in the U.S.? And I'm like, 
Apparently not, Josh. People have found us worldwide. Why? 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 <laughs> what happened to the boat? <laughs> Who's driving the boat? Name that movie. Tag us on Instagram with that movie quote, please. Um, I'm all about the funnies. Boats and hoes. Find <laughs> us on Instagram. My handle is Krista Fisher or find Peak Driven with an extra K on Instagram as well. If you want to learn more about us or experience more of Peak Driven, go to peakdrivenllc.com and keep on being relentless and kill this day. All right, guys. Till next week. Later. Later.